Uh-oh. What happened? It's the summer and we're doing something different. This isn't you. This is not my beautiful podcast. This is not it's my It's still beautiful Saturday life. morning Tuesdays, but we're doing something a little bit different. <laughs> Just a little different. A little different <laughs> in the sense that it's really not here. It's really not Saturday morning Tuesdays. It's it's the friends you know and love from that show Saturday morning Tuesdays, but we uh we were exploring some other ideas and we came up with the idea of doing a podcast about Dune because well Rory is Red Dune and we well, have Red, Red Dune, Dune is made it pretty easy and in a dramatic shift from what we normally do instead we read a chapter of a book and then do the exact same thing we always do which is talk about it <laughs> we just haven't actually read it they and, have yeah. not read Dune and yeah, they still so, uh, haven't read it well you're gonna hear us explain this concept again but we just wanted to we wanted to just sort of. Step in here. We're throwing and it out there for the down. listeners. This is for this is for you. We are taking uh, like a few weeks off from recording, so we thought that we had. It's these summer break, baby. Gotta go lay on the beach. I've got I've got those fun beach goggles on, where you get a suntan, but not on those beach. You know the goggles. You get those kind of Donald Trump eyes. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys think Donald Trump is an orange Catholic? Hey, spoilers for I've read Zoom. That's twenty nineteen. Take that. Uh, so you guys, for the next for the next few weeks, you're going to be hearing I've read Dune instead of uh, Saturday morning Tuesdays. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Yeah, it. Yeah, and any, if we make slightly out of date pop culture references, it's because we recorded <laughs> this like a year ago. So, yeah. um, so you know, every everything you're hearing was super fresh and hip a year ago. So yeah. And and big thanks to to Kyle Levine for the for our theme music for this for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So this is I've read Dune, uh, and I hope you I hope you enjoy. You're gonna our be little, getting a little dalliance. You're gonna get doubles. You're gonna get doubles for like five weeks, you guys. Yeah, please yeah. read Dune, or you know you don't even have to because I'm gonna teach you about what happened. You can start a right. chapter eleven by the time we're done with this, and you would have no problem. And then you can correct everybody who talks about <laughs> the new series, the the Dune series that comes out soon you can be like well actually in the book according to rory you can finally be one of those people yeah join the ranks a beginning is the time for taking the most delicate care that the balances are correct to begin your study of the life of muadib then take care that you first place him in his time born in the 57th year of the Padishah Emperor Shaddam IV, and take the most special care that you locate Muad'Dib in his place, the planet Arrakis. Arrakis, the planet known as Dune, is forever his place. From Manual of Muad'Dib by the Princess Irula. Everybody, welcome to I've Read Dune with Rory Voy. I'm Rory Voy, and I've read Dune. Me and my two pals, Andy and Austin, say hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, hello. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm specifically Andy. That's me, Austin. Who's me? <laughs> we we're doing a podcast about how my two best friends never like the things I like. 
Um, no, that's not <laughs> entirely true. No, it's not true. You're just illiterate. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> so this is a podcast about Dune, uh, the Frank Herbert book, and, and potentially subsequent uh, chapters or installments in that in that franchise. And I've somehow managed to completely steer away of Dune. I know about three things about Dune. What are okay. those three things? <laughs> I know that there's blue eyes and the spice must flow. And I know that Dale Cooper was in the movie and I know that there are sandworms and that's pretty much where I'm at on Dune. Yeah. I know a few, I know a few names. That's about all I know. I've, I've heard Muadib tossed around. Muadib. Yeah. Uh, so the sort of in- impetus for the podcast is, is I'm rereading Dune and, um, I just thought maybe it'd be fun to kind of basically walk these guys through page by page of, you know, the plot and what's happening um, in the story so that they can, you know, participate uh, in all the 4chan conversations they're missing out on. (laughs) Jesus. Well, and here's the here's the real treat to you, the listener. Uh, who might be thinking, I don't really want to do this. Thanks, well, but no thanks. Here, here's snooze the, alert. I'm hit snooze here, on, my, on my alarm. <laughs> yeah, here's the kicker. After you've done this, theoretically, you've also read Dune now. <laughs> like, you're getting you're getting shotgunned Dune right to your ears. <laughs> well, with, and, Without all the cruft, you know? Yeah. Like, you're getting straight cruft-free Dune. None of that crusty Dune. prose and... <laughs> And, and you storytelling. Know, you're you're gonna you're gonna consume this media the way I prefer to consume all of my media, which is filtered through the twisted mind of Story Boy Rory Voy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I like that. I like getting to consume secondhand Rory's regurgitations. Right, and so mm. you're also the listener. You're like, man, I haven't read Dune since I was in college, and I was smoking J's nonstop, and I don't remember two things about that. <laughs> I, I was I was too full of weed, just token <laughs> token blunts. I was token blunts nonstop, <laughs> and and like we don't know anything about Dune, so you're not going to be lost. You're going to listen. You're going to go, oh, okay. Now I know these these things about Dune, and maybe heard some jokes along the way. But just know that we're right there with you. Yeah, yeah, we are deep in the mud. Of not knowing. Well, I'm really excited. Yeah, I want, I'm I want you to. I want you to turn on your 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 Dune ship. You know the the good ship Dune that I know that is the the, the namesake of the series. <laughs> and blast us off! All right. Well, this the, you know this. If you were gonna you know talk about Dune, you, you would use a like a, a guild. <laughs> the guild uh, star uh, star navigators would be what you would. But you know what, like. You guys are just, you guys are just make, you guys are already getting under my skin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is it, is it like sand dunes? Is that where the name comes from? (laughs) I thought it was (laughs) D-O-O-N. Like, like that, like that comic strip, Dunesbury. (laughs) Yeah, like Dunesbury or like uh, the way a Scottish person is done. They're like, I'm Dune. (laughs) It's really good. And like, oh, you, you must be that Frank Herbert book. (laughs) <laughs> Roy, I think I think it's time to start. Take us into the 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 Castle of Dune, Brigadoon. Oh, that's where it's from. Yeah, Brigadoon. Got it. <laughs> all, right. Okay. all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, so I, I think one thing I wanted to mention in in you know summarizing the show, uh, I I mean aside from the fact that I, I I obviously think Dune is a masterpiece, I think it's also a masterpiece in um the way that they allow all of the or they for you know herbert allows all of the 
um, goofy new sci-fi ideas and fantasy and the words and names um, to really live in the bones of this book. Like it feels almost more like you, you know how in, it doesn't feel like you're reading a fantasy novel. It feels like you're not fluent in English. Like there's just <laughs> words you don't know, you know, kind of like reading Shakespeare or something. Sure. Sure. It's just, that there are just things that are, are fully incorporated into his vocabulary that aren't yours. Right. And, and some things get explained and, um, you know, you start to learn these words. Uh, but my worry is in, in summarizing it, it you know, I, I leave out all of that when, when a, you know, goofy new word is meant to be mysterious and new and when it, uh, merits explanation so maybe we'll have to tinker with how much of those i stop and explain every time right right i mean i'm i'm totally okay with letting uh, spoopy new new vocabulary just a wash over my brain yeah exactly and i'll invent what they mean yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) if we have to come up with with definitions because we don't have proper context then i am all about that (laughs) (laughs) sounds good sounds good when did this come out by the way when did this come out dune yeah that's a good question. I don't have I don't have the the fact sheet about Dune in front of me. Dune facts. Nineteen sixty five. Nineteen sixty. Okay, I just needed that context. Sure. So Tolkien's already come out. You know, the, <laughs> yes. the the Lord Rings have come out. The movies were the movies out at that point. The, the Dune movies. <laughs> yeah, were Lord of the no the Lord of the Rings movies were those in out the, in nineteen sixty five. Just trying to set the stage here. Just trying to set the stage. Okay, Austin, Austin so, understands time in a Lord of the Rings scale. But either way, that question was stupid. Okay, so now the the Dune movie has not come out yet. Correct. No, because no. it's not based on the movie. No, it's not based on the movie. Is it based on Hodorowski's? Did he? No, I think David Lynch made this book. Okay, so this yeah, is so David jo- Lynch's Dune, nineteen sixty five. Frank Herbert's Dune. Frank Herbert's you, book version. You, you animal. <laughs> the, the novelization. The okay, novelization okay. of the documentary Jodorowsky's Dune. Got right. it. All right. I actually we should actually give the reins to Rory. Yeah. Yeah. Kick kick it over. All right. So the book opens up with uh, Lady Jessica and her and her and her haggard old crone friend. Uh, you know, in the room with her sleeping son. And uh, he is young Paul Atreides, Ooh. and they are the uh, he's the son of Duke Leto Atreides, and they're about to move to the planet Arrakis, known colloquially <laughs> as Dune. Okay, what no. planet are they on at the moment? Yeah, they're on Caladon, uh, the ocean planet. It's like a set. It's like a like a res- like an ocean resort, like a Cancun planet. Okay. Um, and and what's Jessica like? Is she cool? Is she chill? Or is yeah, she like so a Jessica bad lady? Is, lady Jessica is basically, for a, a large portion of the book, you know, our protagonist. She's the one oh, okay. taking actions and responding. Paul's kind of, he, he starts the story more more of a Joffrey than a, uh, okay. than a oh, sympathetic hero. So he's hero. a young he's, stink boy. Is he like a, a baby? Stink, uh, no, he's 15. Oh, he's a, okay. He's a, he's a ripe 15. And he's napping like a fifteen-year-old. He's, he's taking a <laughs> taking a nap with, with with old women as you do. Mm-hmm. So then the old woman uh, reveals that she knows he's faking that nap. He's uh, he's not really asleep. He's a, 
he's he's listening in on their on their talks on their because here's the thing uh they are gonna give him a test tomorrow the gom jabbar is that anything <laughs> like the kobayashi maru it's a lot like the kobayashi maru the gom jabbar uh is, is that like uh, a basketball player kareem abdul jabbar <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I think it's his brother, the test, the test brother. <laughs> to, to figure out if he is or is not the Kwisatz Satterach. Uh, okay, please. I have a couple questions. Yeah, so, slow, so, slow uh, down. I know, I know. The, the first So you chapter, said he's napping? He's, he's taking a sweet, sweet boy nap, yeah. I mean, we've all been there. We fall asleep <laughs> playing Sega. And, you and then our parents asleep. are talking about yeah, us and, and we pretend and we're not asleep. just lay down in your mom's lap and just go to, go to bed. <laughs> I'm, okay. too, I'm too pooped from i'm too pooped from sega saturn <laughs> okay so he's but gonna, he's not asleep he's not asleep he's been listening to them talk about his his future to find out if he's yep. truly gandhi yeah so like i was talking about in in uh living in a in a you're reading a book where you don't know all the words like from page one he really hammers that home like we open up on just like all these all these weird new words and uh you just gotta, you just gotta kind of suck it up. Okay, uh, and so, so he's gonna do a test to find out if he's the Cuisinart Saturn Five, the, the Jesus Cuisinart, the the Jeepers Creepers of this universe. Okay, uh, okay, great. That seems stressful. We learned that the old crone and and Lady Jessica are members of the Benny Gesserit. The uh, the basically the 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 it's religion. It's the Elton John song, right? It's the religion of the of these Benny people. Benny and the Jesuits. <laughs> Benny and the Jesuits. Yeah. Well, she so so this old lady is not just any old lady. She's basically the space pope. Oh, Ooh. this crone is the space pope. This crone is this this, this dusty old crone is actually space pope. <laughs> is she space pope of just that planet? Of, of uh, no, of she she's she's top she's the top space space pope. So Jessica's husband Leto, the Duke, uh, his brother is uh, Space Emperor. Uh, I don't remember. The, uh, it might not be brother, brother. I forget the the. But anyway, so Space Emperor had ha, his his Benny Gesserit uh, advisor is Space Pope. Uh, this woman, the Reverend Mother Gaius Helen Mohayim. <sighs> So, okay, okay, okay. Space Pope Mohayim is gonna give him the Gom Jabbar <laughs> test to find out if he's Kwisatz Haderach. Yep, and she's the crone. Yeah, <laughs> he is the, now, the crone. Was she taking a nap? <laughs> no, no, she was watching a boy sleep. Right, right. Okay, I think I, I think yep. I have a handle on this. So then they all uh, go, actually go to bed. Okay. Uh, Paul has uh, Paul has a spooky nightmare that uh, he he believes is real. He says he can tell the difference between his fake dreams and his ones that are real things. Uh, Wait. It's not expl- Yeah, we okay. don't know. I mean, maybe he sees the future, maybe he just is an idiot and he's like, "Oh, this dreams this is a good one." Uh okay. it's unclear if he actually sees the future. Okay. Uh but he has he has some dreams of Dune and uh him and his mom powwow about the gomja bar for a little bit uh, no, the next morning since... yeah next morning I, okay. I apologize i want you 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 said earlier something is the 
Is Dune another name for Arrakis? Is that what I heard? Yes. Yeah. Dune so, is the other name for Arrakis. So, so uh, this planet has two names. Yeah, it is called both Arrakis and Dune. Okay. Right. Okay. It's like how, how you call, like, you know, Seattle, we call it, like, Shred City. <laughs> yeah. Where where you come to skateboard. Like, oh, okay, come on down, visit me in Shred City. Well, you know you know how I was talking about the difference in the way that they this this fantasy world is, is built? Is it's, it's, it's not built out of exposition. It doesn't explain, um, you know, this place and how things work. It's, like, through language. So... Dune and Arrakis are more synonymous, you know, more synonymous than they, then that's how the world gets built is okay. just is okay. through, through words. Sure. Cool. Yep. And Lady Jessica tells her son she should mention, or he should, he should like mention it during the test that he can see the future. Like that's going, that's going, that's going to be a smart play. That's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I so, don't know all the on, details honey. about being a Kusatz Haderach, but. Right. So what is that again? Do we even know Kusatz Haderach? No, we have no idea. Okay, great. Um, Jessica goes and talks to uh, the Reverend Mother, who we, you know, this is when we would reveal for sure who she is, though it was pretty obvious she's Jessica's boss. Space Pope? Yeah, so it's like, if we figured out that she was a Jesuit priest, then this is, yeah, top priest, Space Pope. Are Jesuits like Jesuits? It, yeah, it's, I'm getting it's a not name spelled, connection. It's spelled a little different. It's G-E-S-S-E-R-I-T, but... I do think that the Bene Gesserit, um, they don't see, they're not like Jesuits in any practical okay. comparison, but I think linguistically it's probably meant to be similar. I think that's a fair guess. Okay, great. So the, the Reverend Mother is waiting for Paul in her room. She's, uh, pretty annoyed to be here. Uh, most Bene Gesserit priestesses can control whether they have a boy or a girl. And usually you're supposed to just squirt out a girl because then they get to be a priestess and uh, the boys can't be priestesses, but they could be space Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it's, it's more like, of a long like shot. Th- that's a one in a million. Yeah. So like when okay. somebody has a boy, it's they, they have to file. <laughs> There's a lot of paperwork that <laughs> all of the priestesses are annoyed about. <laughs> uh, if a boy isn't space Jesus, what what are their options? Yeah. Uh, the Gom Jabbar. Uh, okay, but but the Gom Jabbar is to de- to determine if he's Space Jesus. It, that is that's the implication right now that if he's the Kwisatz Haderach, the Gom Jabbar will find that out. Okay, uh, so but but then if he's not, do boys they just go on living their life? Well, uh, gee, I don't know. I wonder if they explain that later in the plot. Okay, great. Look, we've got a lot of questions. You just got <laughs> yeah. to bear yeah. with us. So. The Reverend Mother beckons Paul to uh, come sit by her using uh, the voice, ooh, which is a Bene Gesserit uh, priestess trick. Sometimes they're called Bene Gesserit witches. They're a little bit space magic-y. And is that uh, where so- they turn their chairs around and give you a recording deal? If they like the way you sound? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what the Gom Jabbar is. It's the, just the, the, the Gomja is, is America's Got Talent. Yeah, um, I was always going to be on Team Shelton. <laughs> but you know, I, I have uh, I have harped on the the similarities to uh, Star Wars to Dune uh, in the past. And, sure. Uh, well, this wouldn't be the this wouldn't necessarily be an obvious uh, correlation to the like these are not the droids you're looking for. Um, with everything together, it's interesting that these space witches are very similar. The the space religion that's kind of a political organization and kind of magical. 
Mm. Uh, okay. The Jedi Order and the Betty Jesuit are not dissimilar. Got it. So she can do kind of Jedi stuff. Cool. In this chosen one, you know, little Anakin Skywalker. Uh, I, we can't do that. No, we can't. This this can't be pod racing. <laughs> I don't I don't want to think of that little kid every time we talk about. All right. Know. Well, guess what? The Goem Jabbar is basically a pod race. Ah, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> I mean, it is nothing like a pod race, but the stakes are very similar. <laughs> So the Reverend Mother shows Paul a black box with a hole inside and t- yeah. <laughs> tells him to <laughs> you know, tells him stuff it in. Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> is worms. Of- <laughs> now you're touching eyeballs. This book. Bu- <laughs> if you can tell that it's really just olives, then you it's, are and space cold Jesus. spaghetti. All right, so you got to you got to put your hand in this in this spooky box. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as Paul's hand is in the box, uh, the Reverend Mother uh, puts a needle to his throat. Oh, shit. And she informs us that the needle is the Gom Jabbar, is, uh, is a oh. poison that can tell the difference between a person and a human. Oh, so the Gom Jabbar, so the, the return of Jafar is just poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a poison that kills animals. Okay. Animals? And the deter- yeah, so we, we learned there's some distinction in Benny Gesserit uh, gospel that that sig- signifies there's a difference between animals, humans, and people. These are three distinct entities. Whoa! In their in the way that they define um, what we would just ca- all call humans. Right. Oh, okay. Oh shit! And so so it's like some sort of fucked up cast thing. And if you're an animal, you just die when you take the the Gomjabar. So. Gom Jabbar always kills you, but it won't if you are a person by Bene Gesserit standards. Because but you if won't. you're a human or an animal, then you go and die. You're burned. Oh, okay. fuck. All right, so what happens? Okay, so the box starts getting real hot inside, and Paul's not feeling it. He's like, oh, this is <laughs> this is a straight baloney situation. <laughs> the spaghetti's cooking in here now. Yeah, nobody told me I was like my life was on the line, and I was going to put my hand in a box full of hot spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> now my hands inside a whole box full of hot spaghetti. <laughs> uh, so this this box, the hot spaghetti is cooking his hand, and the Reverend Mother's just lecturing him, and he's like, "Come on, like, like now, now's when I get I get like told how much of a pain it is while my hands on fire and there's poison in my you know on my throat. This is what I call a dumb situation." Is, um, is Paul Atreides kind of like a, a little a little rude dude at fifteen? Yeah, but not a dude. He's just rude. Okay. Yeah, he 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 kind of smacks of royal entitlement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is and and uh, speaks to people uh, as if he's much above their station. So what happens? What happens? Does the prick get pricked? No. Guess what? The box the box like it was cooking his hand. He <laughs> didn't cook his hand. Is all it's all. Is all his mind. She witched him. She used her spooky witch eyes to make him think his hand was turned into a little black stump. Ah, oh, okay, okay. So he's fine. So he's people. He is fine. He is he's survived. He's people. She, the Reverend Mother, explains that the test is to separate humans from people. A human will overcome his animal instincts to uh, to uh, about the pain. A person or animal will not. Oh, so she, he's a human. Person and animal are bad. You want to take that again? Yeah, (laughs) human is good. They're just so he passed Ah, the test. He's human. Okay. I thought person was the good one, but look at the synopsis. I was I somehow got confused 
between human, person, and animal. Oh man, what a weird thing to get confused about. So, so a person would have failed the test, but a human, a true human boy, he has yeah, been. So Jessica comes back okay. in and she's happy, and you know, uh, Paul's like happy. Come on, this lady just cooked my hand in spaghetti, and you can't really. <laughs> like, why, why aren't you? Why aren't you pissed? And because uh, she knows that his life was on the line. Uh, so that's why she was happy. Mm-hmm. She knew she kind of set him up to like maybe die if she was wrong. It's pretty fucked. Yeah, which, which is yeah, not great about Jessica. Is supposed to be like our our fun point of view character. Yeah, but the flip side is, uh, uh, if the if she's able, like, if she knew her son was able to pass the test, um, the Reverend Mother explains to her that like you knowing that is not is not really like legit because you have the bias of a mother who's like my son's gonna grow up to be an astronaut oh sure <laughs> yeah. yeah my kid's gonna beat up your kid <laughs> so so uh that was that's kind of the twist on that because jessica is positive her son's gonna pass and the reverend mother kind of spanks her and it's like no nah, that was you didn't know he, but he did pass so you he are did right pass, but, but you you were kind of you were kind of a dick for making him do it yeah, that's fair. That is fair. <laughs> okay, so then we get a little bit of world building next as the Reverend Mother explains the difference. Oh, thank God, difference. finally. <laughs> <laughs> the Reverend Mother explains the difference between the Benny Gesserits, the Spacing Guild, and the Mentats. Oh, fun. Mentats? Please okay. do that. Now proceed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so Mentats, uh, so as I understand it, there are three schools, but maybe looking at the summary, Mentats are members of the Spacing Guild. I'll look out for that. So let's pretend there's two. Great. Benny Gesserit and Spacing Guild. The Mentats of the Spacing Guild are basically so good at math that they're like witches. You know, that they are relative. <laughs> they're functionally equivalent to the Benny Gesserit in their they're powers. Math they're math magicians. <laughs> they're math magicians. Mathematicians that have like, like, like ascended to godhood because of how good they are at like differential they know, equations. They know the good yeah. numbers. <laughs> they know all the lotto numbers. Whereas the Bene Gesserits are basically lords of uh, eugenics. They've been breeding people for millennia, separating the people from the humans, from the animals. Huh, and, not loving uh, that. Yeah, but eventually you get witch powers if you do it. So it kind of worked <laughs> out. <laughs> I mean, hmm. but they couldn't have known that when they started. No, when they started it. So basically the way it started was it's this like... Uh, galactic spanning organization of uh, of hot moms who who <laughs> want who who agreed to let their you know marry their kids to their other kids so that other hot moms stop arguing ah uh, okay and as they just kind of like kept they just kept books on this on on lineages it's kind of like i guess the a combination of like medieval royalty meets meets at an insemination clinic or you know something of that variety like yeah yeah they have the scientific data and the and the political data all collated into one one source of awesome spreadsheet yeah it's like a witchy puppy mill (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like reading your pokemon like it's okay (laughs) a witchy puppy mill (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so uh, the Reverend Mother then explains to us what the Kwisatz Satterach is, uh, which is basically we've we've you know you kind of already figured out it's the boy Benny Gesserit, uh, but we learn why um, why they uh, don't have boys. Um, there's a there's a a peyote that they smoke 
that uh, boys just always die when they smoke the peyote. Huh. So <laughs> they must so be the just Gomchabar, weak. Weak. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> can't handle it. Smoke up, dog. The Gomchabar is passable by anybody, uh, no matter their their gender. It's just a matter of resisting this pain and uh, keeping cool under pressure. You know. But then they let you into their super cool club, and you can but, toke up on yeah. That but then once you join weed. the club, if you if you if you smoke too much tank of weed, the boys all can't handle it. Their <laughs> their minds go their minds go cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Got it. Uh, a boy who can who can smoke the peyote will be this new will have because it it works different in them. I guess that it's a little unexplained at this point. But mm, the mm-hmm. idea is that um, because the Benny Jesuits are are sort of a, a cult of, of knowledge of bookkeeping, you know, that this different point of view person will be able to see everything about the universe that they haven't been able to see. Right. They uh, just need like a different perspective. Yeah. So we close out the chapter with the optimistic uh, hopefulness that he it will be the Kwisatz Haderach. Um, so be. what's left like to find out? Like he passed the test. He passed well, the, the Goam Jabbar. He, he passed right. the Goam Jabbar, which means that he's human. So how yeah. do they find out if he's the They're gonna. I mean, I, I would guess they'd fill they him just, up with peyote. Just, oh, okay. They just smoke him out and see if he dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see what kind of wacky stuff he says while he's high. Yeah.